Alf Giffy of Northampton married Canute during his father Swern's conquest of England, which began in 1013. She was part of a prominent but rebellious Mercian family, the daughter of the Ealdorman of Northumbria, Alfhelm, and his wife, Wolfrune. Alfhelm had been murdered, apparently by King Athelred, in 1006, and by 1013 the family was under suspicion again for supporting the Danish invaders, and many more of them were killed for going against the king. Alfgifu's brothers were blinded. Alfgifu's marriage to Canute was key to the ultimate success of the conquest, as Swain and Canute were able to establish themselves with the North Midlands as a base. By 1016, Swain was dead, King Ethelred was dead, and the conquest belonged to Canute. Alfgifu and her remaining family had backed the winning horse, but after the conquest, events became more complex. Though Alfgifu had quickly provided Canute with two sons, Swain and Harold, named after Canute's father and grandfather, in 1017 he decided to make a second advantageous marriage. His connection to Alfgifu had provided a platform for conquest, but a marriage to Athelred's widowed Queen Emma would help him consolidate it. With this marriage, Alfgifu's situation became complicated. Emma, a consecrated queen who represented continuity with the conquered regime, became foregrounded in Canute's rule. She ranked high on the witness list of his charters, often jointly alongside Canute, and as Regina. Conversely, Alfgifu is missing from the source record for decades after. It was not unusual in both Scandinavia and England for kings to have concubines. But in Canute's own law codes issued in 1020, he stresses the illegality and unchristianness of polygamy, especially for foreigners such as himself. Quote, If anyone has a lawful wife and also a concubine, no priest is to do for him any of the offices which must be done for a Christian man, until he desists and atones for it as deeply as the bishop directs him, and desists from such forever. Foreigners, if they will not regularise their marriage, are to depart from the land with their goods and their sins. End quote. It is not easy to square the basis of Canute's marital relations with his own laws. What must be remembered is that marriage in this period was not a cut-and-dry, regulated process. This law about concubinage being a matter for a bishop to deal with is certainly not as harsh as the law about women's adultery, which prescribes for them to have their property removed and given to their husband, as well as having her nose and ears cut off. It is possible that Canute did not consider himself to have a concubine, but two lawful wives. There is no reason to assume that just because Canute married Emma that he repudiated his first wife, or that Alfgifu's status was lowered to concubine. Nor is there evidence that he and Alfgifu continued to have an intimate relationship after his second marriage. By 1020 he'd had a son and a daughter with Emma, but as far as we can see, Alfgifu did not have any more children. Arguments must have been made to justify Canute's multiple concurrent marriages. Canute's situation precipitated an acknowledgement of Alfgifu's status. If he had repudiated her, denied that their marriage ever had legitimacy, that would have necessitated a refusal to acknowledge her sons as heirs. But by 1028, Canute was king of three countries, 
and it was in his advantage to have as many heirs as possible to manage his small empire. In 1030, Canute sent Alfgifu and their teenage son Swain to co-rule Norway, which Canute had recently acquired, like England, through conquest. By sending off Gifu and Swain, Canute was able to indirectly rule Norway through his own dynasty, instead of leaving the running of things to the Norwegian lords. This action makes it certain that Canute intended for his sons from his first marriage to remain legitimate after his second marriage. It also demonstrates a continuing trust and political alliance between Canute and Alfgifu. Her ongoing influence in her husband's rule after he had married someone else is unusual. Alfgifu and Swain ruled Norway for four years. This period became known as Alviva's time, and she gained a reputation as a tyrannical ruler who taxed the population heavily, causing the Norwegians to rebel against her. Alfgifu and Swain were driven out, with Swain dying soon after in Denmark. Alfgifu made it back to England, however, around the time that Canute died in 1035. This was advantageous for her, as it allowed her to participate in the ensuing succession dispute and act on behalf of her living son, Harold. Succession disputes were arenas in which mothers could exert a great deal of influence and in turn face harsh defamation. Initially, a meeting of all the powerful men of the realm was held in Oxford to decide who should be king. The outcome of this meeting was that Harold should rule Mercia and Northumbria, while Emma's son Harthacnut should rule Wessex. A letter, sender unknown, sent to Emma's daughter Gunhild at the German court where she was the Queen of Henry III, informed her that Alfgifu was working on her son's behalf to undermine Harthacnut's rule, by holding feasts, sending gifts and flattering nobles. Harthacnut was losing his grip on Wessex as opinions swung towards Harold. By 1036, due partly to Harthacnut's absence while he was attempting to consolidate rule in Denmark, and partly to Alfgifu's northern support and campaign against Harthacnut, Harold won the succession dispute for the English throne. There has even been some speculation that Alfgifu, as the figure with allies, ruled on behalf of her son. But little evidence survives of his reign. Harold died in 1040 and was buried at Westminster, and his brother Harthacnut succeeded him, then had him exhumed, beheaded, and thrown into the marshes. Alfgifu's fate is unknown after fortunes turned against her. Her reputation was in tatters in both Norway and England. It was during Harthacnut's reign that Emma had a literary work written about the events since the Danish conquest, a work which has been named the Encomium Emma Regine. A political justification of Emma's actions lies behind every word. Its narrative casts aspersions on the parentage of the late King Harold, stating that Alfgifu was a mere concubine, and that Harold was secretly the child of a servant placed into her bed. It even implicates Alfgifu in the murder of one of Emma's sons from her marriage to Ethelred. All evidence indicates that these accusations do not reflect reality. But unlike Emma, Alfgifu seemingly did not get chance to produce a work telling her side of events. Because of this, the formidable Emma is the more famous queen, while Alfgifu has been sidelined in history. 
That does not mean that Alf Gifu was not a rival for Emma and every bit her match.